Good afternoon. My name is Dale Marshall, and I want to welcome you to the kitchen sink conversation. So we're going to introduce ourselves, and we're going to start to my from my left. Good morning. My name is Davina Richardson Robinson. Abigail Walcott. Kimberly Case. Natasha Marshall. So what are we talking about today? Actually, we're going to play a little uh, snippet of a, a video, and uh, and then we'll explain more about it afterwards. Yeah. So apparently, um, Natasha brought this to our attention, and um, I I don't know if I heard about it prior. Did any of you hear no. about it? No. I think I saw like some headlines, but I never. I that was it. That was the extent. So I didn't Natasha, read into it. Well, so the sure. headlines made it seem like he did something wrong, like he attacked Terrell Owens, former NFL player. Gold jacket at that. Anyway, Hall of Fame. But um, the headlines were making it seem as though he did something wrong. And like he had a confrontation with this white lady. And, you know, it just, and I was like. But what oh. were some of the headlines? Because I didn't hear anything yeah. about it. What were some of the headlines? Give me an example. Well, what was your impression? Hold on. Hold on. 911 caller threatens. So 911 caller says Terrell Owens threatened her after almost running her over with his car. And they all went on making it seem like he was being ag aggressive towards her. And when you watch the video, none of that was the case. Those were her accusations. But in reality, I guess when your house is so big, you have a long driveway, you have to drive to your mailbox. <laughs> I don't have a driveway. But I, I mean, I, I but that's not, I mean, so what? So what? You're right. Like, so what if he has to drive to his mailbox? Well, no, so she had, she had, if, if you listen to the whole video, she has some preconceived notions of him. Like mm -hmm. in the video, you would hear him say, you all have been complaining to the homeowners association. You all been talking about, I have lien on my property. Right. So she has some back history with him. Mm -hmm. Now, yes. does he know her? I'm not sure, right. but he knows that that community has been attacking him. He just doesn't know who. So okay. she was out riding her bike and I guess came upon him going to his mailbox in his car. And this is how all of this and came this about. Is this part of his property? Or is this part of his property? mailbox, yeah. yeah so he's, so on, his property. he's so on, his on his property, you're a trespasser. Next. Well, no, she's in the street. That's what I was asking. Is this the courtage to his, because he's able to go to his mailbox? No. So whatever interaction happened with them, mm -hmm. he then gets out of his car. And has the interaction with her in the street. Right, in the street. Her husband is on the scene. So bicycle too? No, no. He's standing there trying to get her to go in the house because he's like, you know, trying to de-escalate the situation. And she's Support insistent. The but that's usually the, the, the that's usually the dynamic, right? With the, with, the, with what we've seen with some of the carenicity, if you will. That I will not. Like, you I will have not. to. I'm not. just saying, when you look at what has been termed Karen like behavior, it's usually an uncontrolled Caucasian female. Caucasian is not allowed anymore. Exactly. Why? I just found that out. So no, let me clean it up. Non melanated, next, moving on. Non melanated, you're No, that's a conversation. No, no, no. We'll come back. Stick a pin in it. We'll come back to it. We're talking about 
when we're talking about the common themes of certain behaviors, it is usually perpetuated by someone who is not of a particular ethnicity or racial background who occupies the position of the majority. I'll say that from a political perspective. At any rate, so she almost always has a domineering, hyper-aggressive behavior that is not traditionally ascribed to her genetics. Self-entitled? Yes, but we know that's what that's the underlying. We no okay. one wants to call it a spade a spade, but underlying is the is the concept that you are entitled, and then when you don't get your way because of that position you possess, you then weaponize your emotional frailty. Well, when they're challenged, if I it's it's if I all of a sudden you know they're they're usually they're the aggressor, and then all of a sudden when yes. someone challenges them. Then all of a sudden, and now rightly, they're the victim. Correct. They're the victim. But correct it. It's rightfully challenged. Rightfully. Because according to the law and the precedent, what he was saying to defend himself, I did not regret, I did not instigate this situation. You instigated. I am doing a very normal behavior. And it's usually the, the, the precipitating factor. Someone of a minority status is doing a normal human behavior, mm -hmm. and then they are confronted because someone feels super emboldened to challenge their position or their place engaged in that particular mm -hmm. normal activity. Hello, Amar With the phone call, she fabricated the story on the 911 call. And then when the police officer got there, she went to different scenarios. First, it was he ran a yeah, stop sign. He was driving too fast. Mm -hmm. You know, he got out of his car, which so it's not I, illegal to get out of your car. But because that. he never backed down to her, she mm -hmm. felt as though, oh, you're not gonna, you. you're not gonna back down to me. I'm gonna call the police, mm -hmm. and you'll have to back down to them. Mm -hmm. So once the police officer got there, and he wasn't the quote unquote aggressive no, or on her side and doing things her way, then the tears came. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what the, that's, and then what happened with the one case we talked about with the sheriff? They they was transporting a, a, yes. an inmate, and they stopped at the gas station. The sheriff and his wife, she that was a deputy, yes, yes. and then because he actually bumped her or went past her. In the convenience store, he tried to touch her. And then she, when she tried to confiscate somebody else from videotaping or whatever, mm -hmm. it all blew, all bubbled over. And then she cried. But so, because I we, we always crazy. sympathize with, with, it, with crying white women. But let me add this. Society, but not us. Society sympathizes. Because she's so frail and we so must protect her. Listen, come on. I don't know where that line came from. We're not supposed to protect but, her. But I not him. Emmett Till. I don't know. But see, listen, where did this lie come from? Because these white men were did not have the entire country enslaved by themselves. They had white women running these big houses and they were going down to the slave quarters just like the men and they were at sure. the whipping post just like the men. And somehow, some way, we've allowed the tale of to white feminism to convince us that these white women were also victims. Yes. We let them tell us that, oh, women's suffragette movement meant that they were victims too. Absolutely, mm, mm, absolutely not. I agree with you. They were partners in crime well, from the beginning. From the beginning. We don't subscribe to it, but there's well, a lot of people that do. They they keep it going. It's not us that keeps it going. It's part of the delusion. It's part of the delusion. The narrative that guess what? In America, white is right. That's the delusion. And guess what? I can manifest my own destiny. If I speak it, then you must comply. If I speak it, you must bow down. If I speak it, you must curtail your behavior. 
to my delusion of grandeur. This is why I don't even talk to people. I just don't. Like, I just don't. I won't discuss. So I won't discuss these things with certain but people. I, I just won't. Can I tell you what? how media perpetuates it? This is what I was alluding to. I hate to say it, and I know, and I know you all might not find a correlation, but last night I was watching uh, one of these little Marvel movies with AJ. And the first thing I kept thinking about, one of the one of the good characters turned bad. Mm-hmm. Female. And the whole premise of why the movie was even relevant was because she wanted to get back at the universe because in an alternate universe, she was able to co-opt two other kids that she did not give birth to. But the whole reason why this whole fight and fought over the war of the worlds was because she wanted to get back to the universe to claim those two kids that already had a mother. Oh, I know what you're talking you know what I'm about. Talking about? That's why I don't watch movies. But it's, it, the, but, but, so you don't watch movies? You're talking I, about multiverse. You're talking about Doctor Strange. The, the first thing that came in my mind was canonicity. Because let me get this straight. You want to defend your right as a mom to take possession of kids that you didn't give birth to and you want to feel possession? victimized. Possession? She, no, real talk. They That's already the had, using? Yes, because okay. they already had a whole mother that was her, but she wanted to go back and take possession of those kids for this she, other universe. For another yeah, multi, yeah, yeah, multiverse. Dr. So, Strange me, multiverse. And yes. so to me, it just reinforced that whole mindset of caronicity because then you cannot tell me that you feel all altruistic to go steal somebody else's kids who already have a mother, who already had right title. Hello, America. The Indians already had right title of land that you felt you was entitled oh, well, to. Actually, they didn't because there were no titles until white people created them. But that's my point. <laughs> so you, re- you reinforce, even sublimity. I don't want to talk about you it. You reinforce <laughs> that mindset that you're a victim because you didn't get the, the reality or the Because you didn't get what you, you wanted. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't, get, didn't get, the, get your you didn't way. Get and that makes you a victim well, because you didn't get your way. Well, I don't want us to get too far off track. I think. You know, the, the reason why we played that part of the video, the recording, was because it, I know it kind of hit me. It's like messaging. when she, the message that she sent, when she was like, you know, she was like, and you got out of your car. And he was like, well, yeah, you know, I, I got out of my car. She's like, but I'm a white woman and you are a black man. Like, you don't do that. Like, do you know who I am? You getting out of your, your car as a black man poses a threat to me let's, and let's that's why it. i am doing all of these things but as a result of that not only that but he is also seeing it through a lens as though i'm terrell owens and i can't believe in 2022 <laughs> i'm dealing with this karen situation because of the neighborhood that we're in mm-hmm. and i have to deal with this but then that goes back to where they're always going to let you know you're a black man first yeah it don't matter how much money money you have it don't matter if you assimilate amongst us we are going to treat you as such yes and you have to stay in your place you have listen as far as they are concerned we have a place and actually we touched on this a little bit earlier before we started um recording um, when we were talking about different races and how they work with each other and how some races don't seem to work well, you know, together to mm-hmm. to promote support and encourage or advance. And so, so yeah, it's like, I, you know, you said because he's Terrell Owens, you know, he doesn't expect that in 2022. I'm sure OJ didn't expect it either. He sure didn't. He didn't see he, that coming. He well, sure OJ, didn't. no, see, and I feel like, I feel like OJ was like, well, I'm, I'm OJ. He didn't see himself as black or white. He was OJ. He was rich. Yeah, right, he was, exactly. He, he, tra- he transcended race and color. He transcended race and color. But remember, 
they put us in, and you know, you, you mentioned the media earlier, and just remember how they darkened the pictures, the mug shots? Yeah. Like, they love to do that. Yeah. It's like, are the media are friends or are they are enemies? It's like, both. I guess anything to, to sell papers, well, no, anything both. to sell I do, news. Because if it benefits them, because even in that same movie, have you all noticed that the changing of what is considered a traditional nation is also changing in media? Because even then, do you all remember in certain movies, you knew that they were never going to put a dark-skinned man with a white woman? Do we all agree that that was a phenomenon? That, yeah, that wasn't happening. Well, guess what? No, now, I don't watch movies. Well, you may not, but what I'm saying is if you understand the power of media, if you understand the power that entertainment plays in building these subconscious But how is that in the house? Okay, you said, are they oh, our friends? No, I'll, I'll you said, how are they our friends? Are they our enemies? And you said, if it benefits them, but if it benefits them, it almost always does not benefit us. Of course. They are not our friends. The I answer agree. to that question is no, flat out. I agree they're not our friend, but it's the illusion that they are no, in alignment but that's with still, our No, but that's cause. still just an illusion. That is not, that is that true. Is that they are, the, the question was, are they our friends or are they our enemies? They are our we enemies. You know, no, you know they what? Are our enemies. So it's interesting because I watched, I was telling Abigail, I watched the, I think it's the effects of Martha Mitchell. You know who Martha mm -hmm. Mitchell is? Mm -hmm. I know you know who yes. Martha Mitchell is. Do you know? So she was married to, he was what, an attorney general mm -hmm. who worked with Nixon and also worked on, he was his campaign manager mm -hmm. twice. And so I'm bringing her up because she always spoke her mind. Actually, always. Julia Roberts played her in the movie Gaslight. Mm -hmm. So um, she always spoke to the press and she was very open and honest. And so they, you know, they tried to quiet her down because she would just put their business out there. She, mm -hmm. it, she, felt, she felt like, it, you know, the politicians need to be kept honest and they need to be put in their place. And obviously politicians feel like they could do whatever they want. And they talk about Nixon keeping the press out. And I think it was really interesting how there's certain presidents that invited the press in. And then there were certain Something. times mm -hmm. where presidents kept them out. They did not want them in. They didn't want to disclose any information. They were not friends with the press. Mm -hmm. And so the press obviously was trying to do everything in their power to get in, but they want news. They want to yeah. sell papers, you Absolutely. know? And so, you know, we're talking about today, I asked again, are they our friends? Or are they our enemies? And I think, I think again, they're kind of yeah, always yeah. the enemy. But I, again, I think they're going to do what's in their best interest. Uh -huh. You know, because I mean, they're black people in the press too. So what what are their roles? What are their purpose? They don't are, have control of this. But that's the same that as report. black people in the police, black people in the military, black it's the black system. people in education, black people in social services. So they're going to follow their code, like whatever their code the, is, yes, whatever their rules are. And I think that why, so again, when we talk about propaganda, the United States is really, really good at this. Mm -hmm. uh, they put that one image or that one statement and it lives forever. Everybody takes it as truth and mm -hmm. it is, and it is spreads around the world like mm -hmm. wildfire. Mm -hmm. But in this country, I, if you have a beef with a white manager, they will send out the black manager to, to, calm, to calm you down true. or to get that, you that to, you know, to, and it's not to deescalate, but it's to say, well, the black manager told them the same thing I did, mm -hmm. right? Like, and it keeps again, it keeps code, but it's then that takes away your your ability to prove racism because then it That's wasn't correct. a white person who said that, that to correct. you, right? It was a black yeah. person who said That's that correct. to you, and and so now where is the where is your proof that there was any sort you of can't pull that doing? Card. And and that's what they always say. I deliberately did not use those words because I say, oh, she was playing the race card. And they'll send out a black person with whom they're most comfortable. You guys just got finished talking no about a dark-skinned black person versus, you know, a dark-skinned black person alongside a white person. Will they do that in hiring? Like there's a type, mm -hmm. there is a certain type of black person 
that white America is is, is comfortable with. Yeah. And when and that's who they hire and that's who they use to kind of sit out and subdue right. the masses. And it's it's a like it's trickery. <laughs> it's all trickery. It's, it's a thing that they do to sort of to to I don't know what do you call the I don't know the word, but it's this thing that they do to try to take the subdue. Subdue is one thing, but it really, I guess it challenges like the validity of what your experience it is. And it makes you question your experience. Well, maybe it's just because maybe I overreacted or like I'm sensitive or Mm -hmm. I didn't. It's gaslighting to some extent or some level it's gaslighting. And And that's what it ends up being. But like they sent out this cop and this cop that came to speak to Terrell Owens was really, really silent. The white man who was married to the white woman was really, really silent. You have Terrell Owens, who thinks that like the neighborhood that I live in, the amount of money that I've made, my celebrity status should kind of cushion me from these things. Mm -hmm. And then you have this white woman, but I'm a white woman in America in 2022, and you should know better than to go out of your car and say anything to me. Yeah, I don't care what you were doing, but you shouldn't be speaking to me. So I have a question. He you're saying that he he felt like he was swallowed, but he says he's been dealing with them saying stuff about him, like saying he's, he's lean on his properties. So I think he kind of had a no, when that, he's saying them, he's talking about the the, the neighborhood, the homeowners association. He's not talking about her specifically. So now that she's done this. He's now dumping her with the rest of them, including down. her with the rest of. The, the things that's going on, even though she's saying she doesn't care about that or whatever. You know this man. You know him better than he knows you. Mm-hmm. Because else we wouldn't have there's no reason for us to have this interaction if you don't have a preconceived notion of me. Mm-hmm. So just real quick, I watched uh, I had my nephew the other day and we watched a different strokes. And it was an episode where um they wanted Mr. Drummond to run for some political office, right? Because you know he had two adopted two black boys. And then he had just hired like um this older woman, Adelaide, as for his house as a housekeeper. So his the guy who wanted to be his campaign manager was like, Yeah, great. You know, you have a meeting. I think it's going to be televised. Bring your kids. And then it hit Mr. Drummond. Oh, that's why you because when he came over, it was first apparently it was for something else, but it was like Oh, by the way, how about you run for, you know, this this position that's available, this political position? And then it hit Mr. Drummond like, oh, you you thought I would be able to win because I could run on the fact that I have these two black children. I can get the black vote. And on top of that, I can get the older vote, the elderly, uh-huh. because I have I, I I just recently hired. And you can also you know, get the women's vote because and the gonna, women's yeah, right, yeah, 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 all the minority and, groups at the time. And and so of oh, course, Mr. Mm-hmm. Of course, Mr. Drummond shot it down. He's like, I'm I'm not going to do but that. You know, I mean, he did ended up running, but he didn't run with him. He, right, and he's right, like, right. I'm not going to take the avenue. I'm not going to use my kids and and my housekeeper, you know, to to win. And so, I, I mean, that was in 1980 something. And so again, we're still manipulating and coercing like votes and 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 trying to use trickery and you know and just um, dishonest ways of. I don't know, getting ahead or getting the votes or, you know, obtaining positions, like very important positions in the community. Mm-hmm. Like we're, again, it's like with, with uh, what's her name? Hillary Clinton, right? They said she lost. Why? Because she didn't hit some of those, the, the, those certain demographics. And it's like, I, I just feel like if we're going to change this, because we keep talking about changing this process. Like, I don't understand why I, if I wanted to run for any position, 
why do I need a whole lot of money except to maybe buy some posters to put up? Like, where is all this it money going? People getting the voting booth, they're going to remember the names that they see and the people that That's they've heard of. That happened uh -huh. in the Prince George's County elections uh -huh. for, was it Angela Osselbrooks and Osselbrooks. her mm -hmm. competitor? Her mm -hmm. competitor got like less than 1% of the vote. Why is that? Because nobody knew what her name was. Mm -hmm. She didn't have money to put her name out there. She may have had some good ideas, but who's going to know what her ideas was? We didn't hear about it. Right. Well, right. We, we, we can't talk about that because that's a whole other podcast because this recent election was fraught with so much errors and misconception and deceit and all kinds of stuff that did not make this a balanced fight in any way, shape, or form. Well, it's never going to be balanced when you're well, dealing correct. with someone that's already holding the position mm -hmm. and someone that's fighting the position it's that has no money. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, to circle back to the to the main point that we were talking about, when you start talking about, again, I'm going to use the pejorative carinosity or what have you, <laughs> I do think that there is a whole momentum of them that wants to stay the course that says that, guess what? I am able to wield my frailty. I am able to wield my insecurities. I am able to wield my ignorance and actually have it have an impact on your life and your function, regardless of how much, how many zeros you got in your bank account, regardless of your ability to really wholeheartedly occupy space where I think you don't belong. Why do they care so much about what space we're occupying? Because that's what, that's, that's what bothers me. Why are you so, there. why can't you just live your life? I think, I guess, I guess. I think she didn't, she really doesn't think he belongs in her he neighborhood. Right, at the end of the day. And so and, my issue though, is that he is aware of all this is going on and he's still there. He, you know. So he should move? I'm not saying that, but I am her. saying like how, how many of these, how many of these battles are we going to fight? Because we've been fighting for fair housing since like that was a, a thing in like what 63, 64. Mm -hmm. yeah. And here we are, um, Red line and all kinds 50 of some on years later, like we're moving into 60 years past. And what really has changed? Like these are still battles we have to fight. We we, we are still educating, and I'm talking about younger white people because that woman yeah. didn't sound like she was. I didn't oh, see the video. Yeah, she wasn't, 40 but she or 50. didn't sound like she was my age, right? Right. So I'm trying to figure out like what 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 is what is going Race to be the and gender is always going to be a problem yeah, in the United States of America. That, right? It's right. not going anywhere. Did we not talk about this when we talked about how the fact that black folks still have to take down all of the anything that identifies in the cellar home to get a fair price? Yeah, you mentioned We're still talking about that. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere because at the end of the day, first of all, I probably would have shut her down. I told y'all about my little current I want to say that last two, oh, two seconds. Absolutely. But, I would have shut her down because guess what? Go ahead and have this conversation with yourself. Man, well, please move. Yeah, man, but she, she involved move. the police. Yeah, but guess what? I'm at my house. Well, look, just how guess how that could have played out though. Mm -hmm. Again, when you see, and that's the mm -hmm. thing, because you bring the police into it, mm -hmm. and so that can go left very quickly, considering but, the climate that we live in. Mm -hmm. Which is why she called them. Tim, what's his name? Is I want to say it's not Tim Russell because he wasn't intimidated by her. She now involved the third party, which was the police. Because she wanted because to, she, she wanted the to, police to put him in but his that was place. Also, right. yes, because she needed to regain power. Right. But one of the what I'm gonna find out who it is so that I can quote him correctly. But he says 
white people actually absolutely know what they're doing when they call the police. Yes, they, they know that this is there was a large percentage that this could end in the death <laughs> of one or more people, primarily African Americans. The they of. know that they know that when they do it, that wow. is why they do it. So not only do they weaponize their teams, but they weaponize the police force against against us. And yes. the thing is, like, so no, I don't necessarily think he should move. But I mean, what what is the battle that you've won by oh, not yeah. by being there? Like, what is the battle? Like, what yeah. have you proved to yourself yeah. or to the people around? Like, what? Yes, I need to. I don't need to know, but it, the benefit, like, help make it make sense because who wants to do that? Every oh, time you've got basis. to go and check your post, mm -hmm. there could be some weird person because they don't think you belong there in the first place. Like, I wouldn't even talk. I'm, I'm paying fees and I'm paying this amount of money and I'm paying this much in property taxes, uh, not only rent, house insurance for you to spread around the neighborhood that I've got liens on my home. Like, that's ridiculous. What are you? Like, what, is, what is again, the prize? Like, like, what are you winning? Did y'all see my memes? Did y'all see my post? Again, I'm gonna repeat it. This is a public service announcement. Stop giving y'all money to these. I'm not gonna use the word to these folks who don't appreciate and respect your presence. I am gonna be something else. If you don't respect my black, you don't. You don't get my green. That's it. That's all. I support that. I agree with that. I I think people just sometimes feel like they have no choice or alternative, you know, of where to go. Cause sometimes it's just a not, a not enough places for they them don't. to go. They're just, that's like, easier said so than done. Easy. That's easier yeah. said. That's I mean, we need to, we I agree. We but need to, but, but you can't, so you can't keep holding the track. You can't keep holding the reins and saying we're stuck in this position when we have access. We just don't use it effectively. Have access to what? We have access to resources because we ain't talking about somebody up in in, in the projects. We talking about somebody that has the ability and means to make a move at his blink of an eye. Okay, so we're we're to. also not talking just about Terrell Owens. And I get it, and I get it. But what I'm saying is, if back in those days in Black Wall Street, when they were able to make those moves because they they got beyond those resources, they used they utilized their ingenuity, they utilized their innovation. So what happened? To, what, what what happened to Black Wall Street though? We got it. But, but what happened to Black Wall Street? Why but who said we didn't? First of all, that, no, but that wasn't that situation. wasn't one. There was more than one Black Wall Street. Like that. that's the You're first correct. thing. There were it's black correct. townships all over this it's country. Correct. Those that they didn't burn down, they flooded out. Yeah. You can go to Central Park, Weeksville, New York, yes. Bronzeville, New York. I mean, uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah. Like, let's just rattle them yeah. up. Georgia, like they, they, yeah. uh, those that are not underwater, they completely raised or they set it on fire. In 1985, they blew up a strip of Philly yeah. where the Move 9 they had created their own little community. Whether you agree with their politics or not, they were minding their own damn business. Yeah, that's true. It, historically, I mean, 1921 to as recently as 1985, when Black people do whatever they want to do and they access their resources and pull together, there is an issue it gets blown up. They're going to find a way like to a, tear it down, issue. to dismantle yeah, it. It's an issue. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not discounting the importance of it, but don't say that we didn't learn. Don't say that we aren't willing. Don't say that we haven't tried. There's, there's centuries 
of evidence to suggest otherwise. I, I, I do believe in, in, in trauma passed down from generation Absolutely. to generation. And I feel like when that happens over and over again, yep. what we learn is we learn to be helpless. Right. It's no different than being in an abusive situation. Uh -huh. Listen, we are in an abusive relationship with freaking America. You understand been. what I'm it saying? Like abuse. It's, it's that boyfriend that punches you in the eye and go, oh, I, I'm I so sorry. I'm going to do it again. Mad. But then like a week, not even a week later, you punching me again. But then I'm supposed to make love to you. And I'm supposed to cook your dinner and take care of our kids and not have any money to do anything because you're controlling everything. And then controlling my movement. But, but I'm still getting thrown down the stairs and, and punched, you know, on a daily basis or just, just verbally, emotionally, spiritually abused on a regular basis. So I mean, we got we have to come back to this. I'm gonna stick a pin in it. So um it was one thing I wanted to say, but it's 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 gone. Please, but you forgot? I forgot I'm it. Sorry. Yeah. So, but but that's okay because we're going to continue to do this. I want to thank everybody that took the time to listen to us. I hope you keep uh, tuning in. I would love your feedback. And uh, if you have any concerns, decisions, not decisions, that was the wrong word, comments, comments or, you know, uh, please share it with us. So again, this is Dale Marshall. Thank you for joining the Kitchen Sink Conversation. Talk to you soon.